Hello everyone, it's Edwin from Wake Up Learn, where we share inspirational stories, technology stories, and productivity tips to help you wake up your hidden talents. Stay tuned. Hello everyone. It took me a while to post something about what's going on in the country and the world regarding race and protest because it's a painful thing to talk about. It also makes me wonder when I look at comments and I talk to people from all walks of life just how polarized we are. And I'm hoping it's just a vocal few. But it's a tough thing to go through and watch. And knowing that and the title of this is Com- Computers Help Us End Racism. And I said that as an idea of people are acting like computers, which makes them hard to come together. You know, polar opposites, polarized. And if you think of polarization, if you understand electronics, you know, digital is either on or off, ideal, yes or no. And that's how people are acting. I mean, there's arguments going on, mask or no mask, which is a dumb argument. Racist or not a racist. Police or no police. And these arguments are actually positioned to inflame outrage because it's all or none. And nothing in life is all or none. You think of water and sunshine. Too much water leaves a flood. Too much sunshine leaves a desert. And can you imagine people arguing about that? And when you think of digital technology, it's based on ones and zeros, but they have levels of entry in them, and they combine to meet all different sources of data, not just all or none or one or zero but things are positioned that way and in the podcast episode I did a while ago where I asked you know where computers dividing us because one nature of these algorithms that people have or they give you what you like which is nice when you're shopping You know, find your favorite types of food, favorite types of music, favorite types of technology. It gives you different variations and people like you like this and all this kind of associative heuristics for AI. But when it comes down to reaching an agreement, you know, provides a super sound echo chamber and people just keep hearing what they like to hear and no in between. And it's also hilarious when people, you know, ask me whether or not they think something's racist or if they're racist. And and it's an odd question to me that why are you asking me, especially if you don't know me, and, you know, ask your friends. And when I look at their friends list, most people keep them public still, they don't have any friends that are in different races. So they have no basis really to communicate other than what they see on TV or what they see on talking points and I watch their arguments or 
back and forth and are just putting talking points on, you know, cutting and paste talking points instead of sharing their own experiences and their own, you know, empathy of, you know, what's going on, not just shouting at each other. One thing computers are really good at are sorting things, and which is a danger, right? They can sort left and right, black and white, red and yellow, different colors, different skeins, blue, purple. But they can't separate, you know, the relations. Now, with better algorithms, people are finding things that come together. But using the data to dig into things and to talk each to each other can help bring us together. Because what I also notice is that the top of the any crisis, even at the beginning of COVID, I was working on a project with three people, and they were in all different countries. One's India and Australia, uh, London, and here in the U.S., and we were all going through the same thing. It was a very unifying thing to go through. Then being an election year, at least here in the States, people take up sides on not necessarily how best to solve it, but just what looks better. And you get this these horrible kind of divisions that should be something where we're all sticking together. But it doesn't seem to happen that way. And you wonder, same with race issues. You know, everyone at the beginning, not necessarily the beginning, but of these latest set of incidents when watching the tapes of Mr. Floyd get murdered, people seem to be pretty much on the same page. Then you start seeing the platitudes and the talking points come out. And then... It, <laughs> Like they didn't want people to be unified on outrage. And then you see the division started setting in because that it's like they're forces that don't like to see unity. They just want to benefit from outrage. And one of these things is another issue of computer algorithms where. You know, you benefit from standing out, just like a niche or whatever you're marketing. And the contrarian always stands out and gets benefited from controversy. And the algorithms, especially Facebook in particular, Google, uh, and the other algorithms all tend to measure engagement by the number of comments. It doesn't necessarily say whether the comments are good or bad or whether it's positive social engagement. Not that you would leave that to a computer to decide, but what you get is things that make people argue the most and are more polarizing are in the feed, and people show you you get more of that. And I look at feeds. I've published something on one instance, and Facebook showed me the opposite opinion. And it was a polarizing opinion. It wasn't like had you suggested this, but it was just... It was interesting um, that how it got posted, and I wondered why it decided to share me that, share that to me. It's, 
So I say all that to say what we can learn from computers is use the unifying part to communicate, but don't act like a computer. And that can help us end racism. And yes, I know that you know, racism is a systemic issue that needs to be dealt with. And people are working on that. We're working on that. But it also starts with us as the people that implement the systems. Because no matter what system you have, whatever's in people's heart is what's going to get implemented. Take care. Let me know your thoughts.